You are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast. See 
And a good morning to you all. It is a Sunday morning. That means it's time for JM Sunday here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Matta Swingest with you on this Sunday, the 20th day in the month of January, the 9th day in the month of Shvat. Hope you all had a nice week and a great Shabbos. We're going to be playing a lot of music today for you. 7.30 coming up, Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. 8 o'clock, Hannah Levy-Julian, our correspondent from Israel, will be discussing, analyzing, and predicting on the upcoming Israeli election this week. And at 8.30, a special guest on the phone, so make sure you keep it tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network, nachumsegel.com, jmandtheam.org, here on a great JM Sunday.
Carry me home. 
7.26 Eastern Time here on JM Sunday. And JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. More than a camera store, the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. 42 West 18th Street, New York City. The phone number is 1-800-223-2500. They have cameras, audiovisual equipment, electronics, iPods, iPads, portable entertainment, much, much more. Imaging and Beyond since 1975, that's the slogan of Adorama, official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. We started out this morning's song list with uh, Moda Ani, of course, followed by Shlemi Daskal with Modim. Simcha Liner followed that with Mehera. We heard Nafshenu from Asha Sharf and Sons, and we just heard from Sam Glazer from the album The Bridge, the title of that song in Israel. Coming up in a minute or so, a couple of minutes, Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. At 8 o'clock, we expect to be joined by our Israel correspondent, Hannah Levy-Julian. We'll be discussing the upcoming Israeli elections. It's happening this week. And at 8.30, special guest on the phone, none other than Nachum Siegel himself, will be joining us to talk about uh, some upcoming events happening in the uh, JM and the AM world on the Nachum Siegel Network. So we'll uh, we'll be joined by Nachum at around 8.30. If you want to send me an email, please feel free to do so. Send it to matis, M-A-T-T-E-S, at nachumsiegel.com. That's M-A-T-T-E-S, at nachumsiegel.com. And uh, if you have a second and you have Facebook, then uh, please go to Facebook and like the JM Sunday page. Go to JM Sunday, like the page, and uh, help us get to 100 likes for that page as soon as possible. And I thank everyone who's done that so far. Hey, if you're the second emailer now in uh, you know, in the next couple of minutes, be the second emailer. I'll send you out this beautiful JM365 calendar put together by uh, the one and only Jesse Zweig, who does the Z-Report on the Nachman Siegel Network every uh, Wednesday during the uh, live lunch. 
it is the live lunch for Wednesday. And it's a beautiful calendar all about uh, Jewish musicians, has a lot of information. Guide Elbaz is the featured performer for the month of January. And uh, it's a lot of, lot of information. It's very colorful. It's very nice. We are sending out a lot of calendars to people over the last uh, a few weeks. A number of people have emailed us and uh, have been the winners, so to speak, of the calendar. So they're all going out. Please uh, feel free. Send me an email. Be the second one, and uh, you'll get your calendar. Make sure you uh, put calendar in the uh, in the uh, uh, in the topic heading, and also your address. I need your address to be able to send it out. So uh, so please 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 do that. And again, like us on Facebook. What is next? Ah, it is just about 7:30. Time for Rabbi Goldwasser. And as always, Rabbi Goldwasser's words are lezech nishmas. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Klal Yisrael is reminded, Bitchu Hashem, trust in Hashem. Rabbi Leo Lopion writes that once B'nai Yisrael express reservations about how they're going to survive, then they no longer merit to be blessed with miraculous sustenance. In that case, Hashem will sustain His nation in quite an ordinary manner, the way the entire world is supported. To be sure, every situation in life requires us to make personal hishtadlus, to attempt to better our circumstances. Nevertheless, the hishtadlus needs to be based on firm bitachon, trusting in Hashem. It is this faith in the Almighty which will generate the ultimate assistance from above, siyat Dishmaya. It's written in the Sefer Shomer Amunim, in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, that when a person is worried about a tzara, some troubles that they're having, the key to the salvation and safety is found in the strengthening of our bitachon in Hashem. Although the Sahara, the evil inclination, will make every effort to undermine the person's bitachon, he must not despair or be depressed. Rather, it's his duty to devote powerful energy to intensify his bitachon. A poor chassid once came to the home of Ramosha Chaim Rotenberg. He was the brother of the Ger Rebbe. He was also very wealthy. In his hand, he had a letter from the Kotzke Rebbe asking Ramosha Chaim to provide the man with all the needs for the chassana, the wedding of his daughter. Ramosha Chaim gave him one ruble and he wished him well. The chassid left. He was frustrated and he returned home. After all, he contended, it cost him more than that one ruble just to travel to Rabbi On the way, a shliach of Rabbi met him and handed over to him all the money that he needed to cover the expenses of the entire chasana. The poor chassid was dumbfounded. He immediately turned around and traveled back to the home of Rabbi The poor man asked Rabbi what happened? When I first came to you, you only gave me one ruble. And then afterwards you sent your shliach with all the money that I need to cover the entire expense of the wedding. Rabbi answered him, I saw when you came in with your letter, you believed you had the money in your hands. You put all your trust in the letter. You forgot there is a Bari Oilom, a creator of the world. Therefore, I put you off momentarily in order that you should remember that there is a Borei
This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
You see him home, 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 you see him home,
Oh, no. 
Hashem b'shem Hashem, Beirach Nuchem, Mi Beis Hashem, Baruch Haba, B'shem b'shem Hashem, Beirach Nuchem, Mi Beis That was Shalshelis with Baruch Abba here on uh, JM Sunday. It is 7.58 in the morning Eastern time. Matas Weingast with you this morning. Hope uh, all is well. Hope you're enjoying this morning's program. I wanted to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama, 
More Than a Camera Store, the official electronics retailer of the Nahum Siegel Network. 42 West 18th Street in New York City is where you'll find them. The phone number is 800-223-2500. For cameras, audiovisual equipment, iPods, iPads, portable entertainment, electronics, you name it, they have it. Adorama, imaging and beyond since 1975, the official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. And you are listening to JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network, nachumsiegel.com. That's the place to hear. Before uh, we heard Shalshelas, uh, we heard from Yaakov uh, Shweki with Yismachu, excuse me, with Yisimcha, <laughs> pardon me, with Yisimcha. Before that, uh, Mayor Sherman with Vayizku. Uh, we heard uh, Melech Rachaman from uh, Pesachia and the Bidhu. Uh, from Baruch Levine. I figured that was fitting after Rabbi Goldwasser's, uh, Rabbi Goldwasser's segment, uh, this morning. Uh, don't forget that coming up at nine o'clock after this show today, uh, there'll be an encore presentation of the Book of Life with uh, Charlie Harari. And, uh, I also wanted to mention if you, uh, if you have any requests or any announcements you would like us to make, we'll try to get it in. Give us a uh, shout at uh, matis at nachamsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S at nachamsegel.com. Well, it's 8 o'clock in the morning here on a JM Sunday, and uh, it is time to be joined by Hannah Levy-Julian, senior correspondent and an editor for the Israel National News, English division, and a news broadcaster in Israel with the news from Israel for the week. Good morning, Hannah. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Great, great. Thank you. Well, it is going to be a very busy and exciting week in Israel, certainly. Uh, there is something uh, <laughs> called elections coming up in uh, just a couple of days. I understand uh, from my, my uh, sources, I'm just uh, not as knowledgeable about everything that's going on with the elections as others are, but I understand that uh, as of, is it as of today, there's already a moratorium on uh, what type of campaigning each uh, candidate can do? Is that correct? Each party can do? Um, yeah. Like, but that's, you know, that's not really unusual. They, they can't, uh, like, promote... making a very big deal about that. That's, I'm not impressed by that. I have to tell you the truth. We, we have similar restrictions in the United States. I don't find that terribly impressive. Well, I thought I here they don't. can go up to the last second and to have advertising on and talk about their uh, their platform. But the way it stands right now, uh, the uh, the group that is in charge is Likud, right? Right. Basically. That's, that's correct. Actually, the group that's in charge is actually, at this point, is a merger of the two top parties, which is the Likud and the more nationalistic Israel Beitenu party which right now is without its chairman. Its chairman, Victor Lieberman, uh, is under investigation. He may be busy for, for a little while, charges. correct? He, he may be busy for a little while. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> going to be, he's gonna be <laughs> well, a little bit busy. Yeah, yeah so between, between uh, Likud and Yisrael Beitenu, they have approximately, um, I think it's 42 seats right now. Plus, they, uh, to, I think you have to have 61 seats to uh, form the government. Right. So they have. As of six weeks. I'm sorry. They have six weeks to form the government. No, no, no. Coalition. They need they need 61 seats to form 
a government? 66. 66, okay. And um, they have a certain amount of time to do that. First off, what do you think the landscape is going to look like come Wednesday morning? I'll tell you. I think come Wednesday morning, uh, we're not going to see a lot of change from what we have right now. I think people are going to wake up Wednesday morning and they're going to say, where's my morning coffee? <laughs> you think Likud will stay at 20? <laughs> you, you think Likud will stay at 20? Uh, there will be one change, though. There yeah. will be one very big, big change. And what that is? Um, and I think we're going to see Bayit Yehudi, the Jewish home, will suddenly be on the map. In the last election, Bayit Yehudi had three seats. Right. Currently, they have three seats. This, this time, that's going to uh, exponentially change. Uh, it's going to multiply by at least five. My prediction, uh, for those who are out there and they're gamblers, <laughs> my prediction is going to go as high as 17. So you think they might multiply by five, meaning there's a possibility they'll get as, as few as 15, you're predicting. I think at least 15. Taking away from where, mostly? Taking away from Israel Beitenu and Likud. Now, Israel Beitenu, uh, are they merged now in the new, because in the new listing, it's Likud Yisrael Beitenu. That's correct. It's got, they, they're called Likud Beitenu, which in, in some ways was a smart move, because otherwise Israel Beitenu probably would have lost at least half of its list or more, and Netanyahu would have lost those votes and that support in his coalition. So it does give them a little um, bit more freedom in terms of... It. So it gives them a little bit more freedom in terms of creating the list by being one uh, one group, one party, as it were, uh, but uh, it is taking a bit of a chance. No, there's no chance at all. This, this, was, this was his way of hanging on to his coalition hanging on to partners who in some ways uh, think along the same lines, and uh, hanging on to the party so that if a Victor Lieberman comes back to life, which I personally believe he will, there will still be someone to talk to so that he can give him back a portfolio as minister, which I believe he's going to want and which I believe Netanyahu will give him uh, in exchange for him having handed over all those votes and all that support. Once though, um, once though the elections are held uh, and you have the number of seats and Likud and Beitenu are together, then uh, would it make any practical difference if he is given a seat or not at that point? Uh, Lieberman? Yeah. Yeah, sure it does. Because all those seats and all that support came from his people. But they sure could but could they jump ship if he were not given it at that time? Oh yeah. So uh-huh. they can still vote against him in a coalition vote, absolutely. Ah, okay. They so, can they can turn that they can turn the government right upside down, pull a no confidence vote and say goodbye very easily. Okay, so Likud and Yisrael Beitenu now have forty two. What's your prediction for Likud Beitenu after Tuesday? I don't think there's going to be much change. I think there'll be some change. I think they'll I think they'll drop a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be much. They might drop down to 38. I don't think we're going to see much of a change because I think people in this country 
are afraid of change. The security situation here is rather tenuous in, in that everyone has seen what happened in the United Nations. People here are not entirely stupid. What happened in the United Nations makes it clear that the world um, is not deeply invested in peace in the Middle East. And if they are, they're invested in a peace that doesn't really include uh, a place for Israel. And we have to make a place for Israel if we're going to have one. And I think that's become an eminently clear. And in order to do that, you have to be able to uh, make a strong image and back it up with something other than empty words. I think that maintaining uh, an, a stance that includes deterrence has become clear. Menachem Begin did that back in the 80s. And during that time, we had uh, relative quiet in Judea and Samaria. Um, we didn't start having trouble until it, later in Begin's term, after his wife uh, had died, and things got very, very sticky. But, you know, early on, when he was strong, when he had to take a strong stance, when he had to go out, and and make a military move, he didn't shy away from it. He did what he had to do, even when it was unpopular. The Arabs understood what that meant. They spoke the same language, and they backed off. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and Netanyahu has done the same thing. Right. And it's been extremely unpopular in the international world. It's been very, very unpopular in the White House. But if you notice, it has not been particularly unpopular in the Congress because in the Congress, people understand the necessity for what he's done. What would happen if they were firing rockets from Mexico? Right, of course. Of course. Now, uh, the Bayat um, HaYehudi the, uh, party, uh, Bennett's party, is a little bit stronger in uh, being outspoken that there should be no uh, Palestinian state at all. And uh, it certainly Bennett's is... Party Bennett's party is saying the things that Netanyahu is diplomatically unable to say. Uh -huh. He's unable to say those things, but in some way has to act on them nonetheless. Bennett was his chief of staff. Right, he was his chief of staff. that way because he didn't want to be the water boy as one person put it in one of the columns I read over the weekend. I can't remember which one. Then it was very ambitious. Netanyahu did not want a strong guy with a strong personality on the staff. The two of them agreed to disagree, and Bennett left. But the truth of the matter is, these two guys are not so very different. The only difference is that, that Bennett does not have as much political experience as Netanyahu, and the fact of the matter is, Bennett, because he's not as experienced and because he's in a more right-wing party, he has the freedom to say the things that Netanyahu cannot. Okay, but let me ask you this. Uh, will they be part of the coalition together? That's a good question. 
And the answer is I don't know. Ah, so I, what's your what's your prediction? I think, I think that my prediction is they will because I think Netanyahu will have no choice. Well, now, that, so that raises a question based on what you just said, that uh, Bennett uh, uh, basically is saying what Netanyahu would like to say or feels, uh, and he can't. So if he's part of a coalition, and if he starts to say those same things, then is it going to be a constant burden for Netanyahu to have to, you know, even though he may not feel that way, to have to basically um, pull the reins back every time Bennett comes out and says something if he's part of the coalition? Well, he had to do the same thing with Evigdor Lieberman, but that didn't stop him from taking Lieberman into the coalition either, did it? True. Lieberman was not exactly the most popular foreign minister we've ever had in this country. We've had nothing but four years of people screaming about Lieberman's very bad manners. Right. And yet he's been one of the best foreign ministers we've ever had. So you think Bennett will end up being a... You think Bennett will end up being in, in a cabinet position? don't know. Probably. Because he's not going to have a choice. He's going to be the third strongest party in the country. So what do you think it's going to be? Likud? Uh, I think it's going to be Likud. Uh, Likud Bekenu, that is. Right. I think it will be um, probably Bennett's party um, by UD. I think Shas will be in the coalition because Shas usually manages to be in the coalition no matter what. And Shas has ten seats um, right now. What? Shas has 10 seats right now. That's correct. And I think that will go up. Mm-hmm. I think that will go up. I think they'll have 12. Okay, so we'll get um, that posi- prediction from you. And what about United Torah Judaism, who, who a big, huge rally in Binyanei Ha'uma last week, um, currently has five seats. You think that's going to change? Um, I'll tell you about UTJ. I think that even though... They are not popular in this country. I think that a deal was cut between Israel Bekenu and UTJ. And therefore, I think they make it into the coalition anyway, because I think that they cut a deal between the two of them. Uh-huh. But I think it's going to be a problem, because I think that... Uh, they are going to have problems with Shas. I think Shas may not want them in the coalition. I think UTJ will not want to be in the coalition with Shas. And I think that Netanyahu is going to have to do some very fancy footwork between the two. Well, if we leave it... This, at- is, this, is, where, this is where Netanyahu is an artist. That's why he ends up prime minister and someone else does not. Because <laughs> right. building a coalition is an art form. Sure. And he's the only one I've seen who's able to actually do it. Well, Labor said uh, right out that there's no way they would join a coalition. They want to be the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, outside party, the, uh, uh, can't think of the word right now, the, uh, whatever, the, you know, they're not going to be part of the coalition. Um, and uh, Labor knows they can't. Right. First of all, Labor is fully aware that they can't because Labor is too fragmented and because they can't build a coalition with their natural partners because their natural partners are too fragmented. Right. There are too many personalities and too many chiefs 
and not enough Indians. Right. So, That's been the, the whole problem on the left. So based on your predictions, with uh, with Habayat um, Yehudi at 15 or so, uh, uh, Likud uh, Beitenu at 42, and Shas at 12, that's a coalition, solid coalition of 72 seats. That's right. So, Likud Beitenu may, may go a few less. He might go 38, but I don't think it's going to dip below 38. And Kadima? Kadima, I don't think Kadima's going to get in. But what about uh, seats? They have 21. I do think Yair Lapid will get in. Uh, But they have um, 21 seats right now. Kadima? Yes. You think they'll stay? Well, I I don't know. I'll I'll tell you something. There are surprises, I have to tell you. There are surprises with Kadima, and I am not, not sure about Kadima. I have to tell you the truth. Uh, the Kadima, the Kadima people may end up splitting up. I don't know. Well, we, we still it, have two days left to go. Right. It, it remains to be seen what will happen in the next two days. Uh, the opposition party is the uh, term I was thinking of for what Labor has already declared it would be. Uh, so we look forward to uh, hearing about this now. Uh, just to, to let the listeners know, upcoming this week. Uh, Mayor Weingarten will be in, uh, Mayor Furtick will be in for Nahum on Wednesday morning, immediately after the election, and Mayor Weingarten will be in on Thursday morning on JM the AIM with extended analysis of the election. But we hope to have you joining us next week to get your perspective on the ground of, uh, a few days after the election and what the lists, uh, may look like. Uh, we'll let our listeners know that because of some programming that we'll be discussing with Nachum in a few minutes, there will be uh, joining you, uh, you'll be joining us uh, in the 7 o'clock hour at some point between okay. 7 and 8 next week uh, because okay. we'll be switching out and uh, we'll arrange that time. So I have your predictions. Uh, we're going to post them. We'll see how it comes out. <laughs> and, uh, and, and if you can get through now. Now, he- here's what I would like from you. Here- here's a, here's a, uh, a, 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 something that I need you to do. Uh, when you go to the polling booth, uh, I know, as anybody's been reading about the uh, elections, the ballots are like a really complicated system with one letter, two <laughs> letters, three letters. You know, looking at them, it's, it's, it's hilarious because if I remember correctly, as, as ludicrous as it is, uh, I think there is one party that, um, let's see, Israel Labor is the only one with three letters. No, actually, not that's not true. They could... Yisrael Beitenu as a Mem Ches um, Israel Labor Party is Emet, three letters. Um, <laughs> United Arab List is Am. I don't know how they came up with that. Uh, yeah, so here, right. So here, here's what here's what I need here's what I need you to do. I need you to collect a full set of authentic ballots for us to have here at JM Sunday. And we may even give them away to a lucky listener. Are you kidding? Me? Nope. That's that's the that's you actually to make me do that. Yeah, yeah. Because because my my understanding is they're going to be all over the place. They're going to think I'm a spy. <laughs> well, we're we're sending you out on that mission. We'll see if uh, we'll see what you can do. But thank you, Hannah Lady oh. Julian, for joining us this morning on JM Sunday. We look forward to uh, speaking with you next week after uh, there is major upheaval or not in the Israeli political scene. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> have a great week. Have a great week. JM Sunday, eight eighteen in the morning, here on Eastern Time. 
And uh, we thank Hannah Levy-Julian for joining us. Nachum will be coming up at around 8.30. He's going to join me on the air here. We're going to be talking about some programming coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks. I wanted to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama, which is more than just a camera store. It's the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. Their number, 800-223-2500. They're located on 18th Street in New York City, 42 West 18th Street, as a matter of fact. Adorama, imaging and beyond since 1975. For all your camera needs, audiovisual equipment, electronics, portable entertainment, iPods and iPads, and much, much more. Official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. So make sure to uh, check them out when you need something. I alluded to the fact that there'll be some uh, subs in this coming week for Nachum. We'll discuss that in a few minutes with Nachum. I wanted to remind you that after JM and the AM tomorrow morning, which begins at 6 o'clock with Nachum Siegel, at 9 o'clock, the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten is presented live. And the mayor will continue with his Mayor Milim segment. And I believe he's also going to be continuing with his Now and Then by Amim Haheim Bazman Hazeh segment, which looks back at events in Israel that took place uh, 20 years ago this week. I don't know what the topic is going to be. I don't know what the Mayor Milim is going to be. So you have to tune in on the stream right after JM and the AM. Uh, Nachum Siegel. Dot com and uh, that'll be uh, that will be something to listen to. So we're going to go to music. We'll be joined by Nachum at eight thirty. Thanks everybody for listening to JM and the AM. Hope you're enjoying. I know I am.
Zahazman from Amiran Devir. Before that, Benny Amar with Mikdash Melech and uh, David Gabe starting off our song segment with uh, Eretz Yisrael. And uh, we appreciate uh, Hannah Levy Julian joining us and giving her uh, giving her perspective on the upcoming elections and her predictions. We'll see how they pan out next week when we speak with her. It's 8.32 Eastern Time here on the stream, JM and the AM. NachumSiegel.com. And speaking of NachumSiegel.com, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the JM Sunday Airwaves the one and only Nachum Siegel. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Matis. How are you doing out there? Great. How are you? Everything is wonderful. Baruch Hashem. I've well, got a nice Shabbos. The show sounds fantastic. I'm getting tuned in since about 710 this morning. Thank you. So, you're doing a great job as usual. Thank you. Thank you. You heard our, uh, our predictions for, for next week. We'll see what no, happens. I hear your predictions for next week. Well, not my predictions. My, not my predictions, but Hannah's predictions for uh, for next week uh, for the elections, and uh, we'll see if they we'll see if they come about. You basically predicted that uh, that uh, Habayit Hayyudi will garner 15 to 17 seats. Uh, the combination of Likud Beitenu will stay at around 42, possibly dipping to 38. And uh, Shas going up to possibly 12 from their current 10, and those three groups forming the um, the new government, hmm. which would give about 72. I, I, think it, I think it's unrealistic expectations on the first. I don't think the first two can both happen. I think we could Beitenu could get what she predicted, or. Uh, Bennett could get what she predicted. I don't think both could happen, but I could be wrong. Right, we talked about that because I, I had asked where would he be getting the for, uh, the votes from? Where would he be getting the votes? Um, but uh, it remains to be seen. We'll see what happens. So you. Oh, by the way, yes. keep in mind that uh, I'm sure you've mentioned this that Mayor Fertig on Wednesday and Mayor Weingarten on Thursday will be doing uh, post-election analysis and. Yes. That was obviously JM and the place to tune into uh, one of the places, but one of the prime locations to tune into once uh, the election is over. Absolutely, I was going to discuss that with you in a second because we have to take care of some housekeeping chores there with the schedule for the week. But I just wanted to mention uh, your interview with Senator Charles Schumer on uh, Friday is getting a lot of attention. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, the New York Times blog picked it up, which was significant, and uh, it's been around already and. Uh, I'm hearing from a lot of folks in Twitter world and Facebook world. And, uh, look, the senator made good on his commitment. He said he would join me last week. It's been a tough week for him, so he's chairing the inauguration on Monday. But uh, he made good on that commitment. Got to give him credit for that. Absolutely. He's I was... also a master when it comes <laughs> to answering questions. Got to give him credit oh, for yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was catching up on reading over Shabbos, and uh, I saw in one of the uh, – uh, Jewish newspapers a few weeks back when there was talk of nominating Hegel, uh, he said that he would not say anything until the president made his announcement and then he would right. speak. Well, he was sure, he sure was quick to speak and it reminded me that when, when somebody sits on a jury, they're told by the judge that you should not make up your mind or form a decision until after you start deliberating. And right. a, a lot of times, juries will go into the jury room, and right away they'll come out with a with a, a verdict, and that's not the way to do it. That means they didn't talk about what they heard; they already made up their mind. And it, yeah, well, look, this is the world of politics. <laughs> I, assume, I assume his mind was made up a- ab- before he made the announcement. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so tomorrow morning, uh, you're on 
Uh, Mayor Weingarten is on after you at 9 o'clock. Uh, no doubt he'll probably have some uh, pre-election uh, coverage. And then you're on Tuesday. Wednesday, Mayor Fertig is going to be on with the immediate post-election results and Mayor Weingarten with an in-depth analysis on Thursday morning. And all this because on Friday, you are going to be broadcasting from down south. Yeah, we'll be at Team Yachad headquarters on Friday for a special show. Yachad is bringing us to Florida. They're doing the Miami Marathon. They're actually doing two marathons. They're doing the Miami Marathon now at the end of January, and they're doing a Jerusalem Marathon on March the 1st. And we are following them. We're not following them, but actually running on the track and following them, or on the course, but we are following them in terms of radio. So next Friday from their headquarters, in fact, it's funny, ZK was just in communication with me. Uh, they're actually considering next Friday morning doing a show on the beach in Miami. Wow. Uh, right outside Team Yachad headquarters. So we'll see how that works out. But anyway, Friday morning is a lot of special kids. There are a lot of great stories. It's a marathon, which means that... Obviously, there are a lot of good stories of different types of runners, people running in memory of different people and folks pushing wheelchairs after old Tiafad. And, I mean, there are a lot of different angles that are going to be coming out on Friday morning. So we'll meet a lot of very interesting people, some folks from around the world, because I believe some of the Tiafad members from both the West Coast and Israel are going to be with us on Friday. So it should be an interesting and fun show. Well, we have a, a certain staff member who's going to be participating, I believe. Yes, and I'm hoping that Miriam Wallach actually wins the race. It would be amazing publicity for us at JM and the AM if she actually wins the entire thing. I'm told that the marathon record is just over two hours. Come on, Matis, how difficult could it be to run 26-plus miles in just over two hours? Two hours? How long two hours is? Wait, wait, it's a half marathon, I thought. Oh, is she only doing a half? Isn't it half marathon? That's right. No, it's, no, the whole thing is a marathon, but there are a lot of people just doing the half marathon. I think she's doing but she could still set a record for the half marathon. Yeah, I don't know. Is there big prize money on that one? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what the, <laughs> well, what do they call it? The under and over? No, that's a, that's a different sports, uh. I don't know what the incentive is of the half marathon. Right. Oh, by the way, but you know, oh, it's funny. I don't even know if this is for public information or not. Maybe we'll wait till Friday. But there may be another shocker of somebody running in the half marathon, which I'll reveal at the end of the week. Interesting. Be, I think a lot of people would consider uh, this person uh, also a shock or a surprise or a cool idea. So it'll be fun. I, I, did, not, fun I, I did not know that you're running, Nachum. Congratulations. Oh, you me, it ain't me. <laughs> um, now, you said, me along the route. You, you said that the next one is March 1st. That's on a Friday. Yeah, Friday, Drizzle Marathon, March 1st. It's funny, it was the last show we're going to do before our fundraising marathon. That's right. on the air. So. Oh, so you're not going to be doing... Oh, so let's talk about next Sunday, because you're doing the show Friday. Next Sunday, right. and we have to work this out here during the week. I don't know, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, back and forth. Next Sunday, JM Sunday begins at 7 o'clock as usual, and I'll be hosting that. At 8 o'clock, you'll be taking over down from Florida and broadcasting, I believe, for three hours, is it? Yeah, and I'm told that's from the marathon itself, so literally from the marathon, like from the finish line or the winner's tent or the course. I mean, we're going to be at the actual race, and we'll be uh, we'll be enjoying the good weather, hopefully. That's we'll exciting. Be, um, again, you know, we'll be, we'll be with Team Yachad and uh, speaking about the race on the air. It'll already be going on. Uh, it'll it'll it will have already started once we start. Right. And uh, yeah, but those who uh, you know, it's, it's amazing now with the web. There's no such thing as uh, bad timing. You That's know, we, right. We've got, the, we've got JM Sunday. We have a built-in audience. We have a lot of people out there that obviously 
are affiliated with Yachad with the event who are going to be tuning in from everywhere to hear what we have to say about it. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. And somehow you have to get a picture of uh, Miriam crossing the finish line. Now, someone told me yesterday, and I don't know how much it costs, but someone told me yesterday that every runner, if they register, you know, their bid number can get a photo of them crossing the finish line. Ooh, interesting. I guess they take pictures anyway because they have all these, uh, they want to make sure they have the right timing, so they have these instantaneous right. pictures. Now, tech- so that should be, that should be uh, I hope that should be an easy thing it would to be nice. uh, get photos up of people we care about crossing the finish line. It would be great. Um, now, yeah. technically speaking, are you going to be sitting in for me on JM Sunday at 8 o'clock? Or is it, as I told to somebody, like the President of the United States, whichever airplane he is on, whether it's a commercial flight or, or, a, or a propeller flight going from one place to another, that airplane becomes officially Air Force One. That's, wow. that's the law. You're asking one of the best halakhic JMM questions I've ever been asked. Yeah, I know. Um, for now, I'm going to be saying, because of your consistency and your commitment, I'm going to be saying there's Nopham Siegel sitting in for Matthias Weingast on JM Sunday. Ooh, now, but now. now that you, yeah. Now you put this notion in my head, I'm thinking of reconsidering. Uh, so here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. The problem is that would work from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock when there's a JM Sunday. But from 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock, when you're going to be continuing a live show, there's no precedent for a JM Sunday. So right. do we well, say... <laughs> so yeah, in that case, we're gonna uh, have to I see. will just say, now from Siegel on the web, and, you know, I, I, I think programming so. from the Miami Marathon. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, have to, uh, <laughs> we'll have to work that out with the production staff on, uh, on that. But it should be really, really a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people will be listening, I'm sure. It's very exciting. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's part of, uh, you're traveling around all over the place, uh, because the reach of JM and the AM and uh, the Nachum Siegel Network is worldwide. Yeah, well, look, our out, of, our out of the ordinary programming usually gets a lot of attention, even when it's boring. Uh, this one, <laughs> this one is out of the ordinary, it's not boring, so it should be a lot of fun, should get a lot of attention. I hope folks will, uh, tune in and message us and, you know, just be in touch during the shows, both on yeah. Friday and Sunday. And I, I don't know. Very interesting. I don't know that any of your programming is boring. <laughs> nah, you know, there's lots. <laughs> there are certain shows that don't always appeal to everybody. Right, okay. This one, though, I think will appeal to young and old and to a whole you know, diverse aspect of our audience and people from around the world. Right. Um, there are a lot of folks who are interviewing that you know have already started messaging their friends and family and email lists that they're going to be on. There's a lot of excitement about this, so uh, thank God. You know, we've become a real entity, even on the weekend, because of you and of Rami and everybody. So, uh it should be great. Absolutely. So are you going to be broadcasting at all or, or um, uh, going in and uh, being on uh, Saturday Night Seagull while you're down there doing a little spot? That's a very good question. Um, I have to speak to Rummy about that. I don't know what his plan is for this Saturday night and what type of program he's going to be doing, but that is actually a very good question. I don't know. I'm going to discuss that with him. Well, a lot, lot to discuss before you go away. I'm glad that uh, we've set up the uh, sub-staff for this week. And, uh, yeah, Mayor Furtick Wednesday was post-election uh, a discussion. Thursday, Mayor Weingarten was post-election analysis, both on JM and the AM, uh, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Friday will be the uh, Miami Marathon Team Yachat headquarters uh, doing Friday morning show. Right. Now, you... Next weekly update with Malcolm Homeline will be the following Friday. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot to talk about then. But by then, pretty much all the... Um... Hopefully the coalition will be in place, although I think there's, uh, like, what, six weeks they have to actually form a government? 
Right. Now, uh, you know me that when it comes to sports, and next week uh, with the running, I guess that, that's certainly a sport, but uh, you know, would be remiss if we didn't mention that uh, two uh, baseball greats uh, passed away in the oh. last uh, 24 hours. Would we, be re- would we be remiss if we didn't mention <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's JM <laughs> Sunday. We have different, we, you know, we have, we have a different approach to, to things here. Uh, well, let's see. We, we have a lot of connections in both cities. To my St. Louis relatives, I'm sure they're sad on the passing of Sam Musial, and to my Baltimore relatives, mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, they're sad about the passing of Earl Weaver because they haven't won anything since he, uh, since he was at the helm. Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Even, even uh, in our audience, there are people who appreciate baseball great. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, thank you so much, Nathan, for joining us uh, this morning. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to hearing you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. bright and early on JM and the AM. Oh, and uh, c- can we mention the uh, the new station again? Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because I wanted, I wanted to mention that at the very beginning of the discussion. There has been amazing reaction. Uh, many of you are familiar. Those of you who are in the New York, New Jersey area are familiar with the fact that our broadcast is heard every morning at 91.1 FM. Our broadcast is heard in the Catskills and the Hudson Valley region at 90.1 FM, and now, if you're in Rockland County or anywhere on the Palisades Parkway any morning, we've bridged that gap in a very, very heavily Jewish area. We have bridged that gap in Rockland County. Make sure to check out 91.9 on the FM dial tomorrow morning starting at 6. Let us know how it sounds. Again, 91.9 FM. Marcus, you're right. It's big news. It is, absolutely. And uh, we already had, I believe, uh, some listeners who instantly found the uh, station and the show, and we're very excited about it. And we'll talk oh, yeah. more about that during the marathon in a few weeks. Yep. That's oh, very. By the way. Yes. Uh, and you're obviously, in, I mean, you're invited. That goes without saying. But uh, I feel bad that in convincing uh, uh, you and uh, all the great people at JMN. But if you feel like uh, joining us, it looks like February the 20th is our big Rockland County celebration live on the air. Ooh. Where will it be uh, taking place? You know. Which I think is the day before Tana Sester. It is. I was just going to say, uh, it's the day before Tana Sester, absolutely. Wednesday, February 20th. It will be in Rockland County. We think we know where it's going to be, but it's not to be announced yet, but okay. we'll let everybody know. Great. Uh, looking forward to that, absolutely. It should be fun. Very, very nice. Thank you, Nachum. Uh, we'll uh, look forward to listening to you tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. Thanks, Matt. Keep it up. Thank you very much. Nachum Siegel here on the JM Sunday. It's 8.47 in the morning Eastern Time. And uh, we thank Nachum for joining us on the air. That's exciting news. First of all, about the shows this week, uh, about Nachum being down in Florida, uh, and uh, also about the new station, 91.9 FM for Rockland County, and the environs over there. It's very, very exciting news because... Um, it, it fills a uh, niche, an area where it was difficult to get the signal for those who are listening uh, not on the stream, and uh, and we're looking forward to that. As I mentioned before, and we're going to talk about it again during the marathon, people have already found this station uh, through um, just just, hap- just happened to find it and ha- had been really looking forward to hearing JM and the AM, but couldn't pick up the signal and now is able to. And so it's really, really very, uh, very exciting. We're going to go back to some music here before we end the show. Uh, next up is uh, Sim Shalom by Sandy Shmueli here on JM Sunday.
of Eighth Day in the Background with Cheery Bim wrapping up our show. want to let you know that before that we heard Sim Bracha from Shragi Gestetner and Sim Shalom from Sandy Shmueli. A couple of minutes before we end the show for a JM Sunday, I wanted to thank my uh, guest this morning, Levi Julian, who gives us our report from Israel talking about the elections upcoming on Tuesday. And uh, we expect to get... A full report on that. Don't forget, Nachum, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., bright and early on the stream, on the radio, uh, followed by the uh, Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. That uh, will be coming up at 9 o'clock, and you can like his Facebook page, The Israel Show. Uh, Also, you can like our Facebook page, JM Sunday. We'll be back next Sunday for a uh, split show. I'll be in from 7 to 8. Nachum will be broadcasting from Florida from 8 until 11 as part of a Team Yachad programming. He'll also be down there on Friday, this Friday. And, as we said, Mayor Fertig will be in on Wednesday morning at JM in the AM with a wrap-up of the elections from the previous day in Israel. And uh, on Thursday morning, Mayor Weingarten with an extended analysis of the uh, of the election results. I wanted to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. And uh, Adorama is located at the 42 West 18th Street in New York City. The phone number to reach them is 1-800-223-2500. For cameras, audiovisual equipment, electronics, portable entertainment, iPods, iPads, and a lot more, Adorama. Imaging and beyond since 1975. James Sunday is brought to you by Adorama, the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, we thank them for being an official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. So till next week, thanks for uh, joining me this morning. This is Matas Weingast. I wish you a great week, a great Shabbos, and uh, we'll see you back here on JM Sunday next Sunday morning. <laughs>